Welcome to the Global Medical Device Podcast, where today's brightest minds in the medical device industry go to get their most useful and actionable insider knowledge, direct from some of the world's leading medical device experts and companies. You know, one of the things that makes Greenlight Guru unique is our what we call our Guru Edge. And more specifically, we have a whole team of people, medical device gurus, who have a ton of industry experience prior to joining Greenlight Guru. And I thought we would try uh, something a little bit different on the Global Medical Device Podcast. I thought we would feature some of our gurus and, and let you know a little bit about who they are and their background and how they work with customers and medical device companies all over the globe. So enjoy this episode of the Global Medical Device Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Global Medical Device Podcast. This is your host and founder at Greenlight Guru, John Spear. And from time to time, we've had a Meet the Guru episode and you know, so that you, you all can get an opportunity to meet some of the, the medical device gurus that we have on staff at Greenlight Guru. And joining me today is Karen Schuyler. She's a, a medical device guru working with our sales team. So Karen, welcome. Thank you. Excited to be here. So, Karen, I guess before we dive too deep into today's conversation, give the the folks out there listening maybe a little bit of your background and experience. Okay. So, been in the medical device industry for about 15 years at this point. I was counting them up saying, oh, wow. Okay, that went by fast. So, my background's technical. I did a bachelor's, master's of mechanical engineering And then I went to Gore for a couple of years, worked in a product engineer, product development capacity there, went to a small startup in Seattle after that, worked there for nine months, actually got laid off. So that was a a fun little lesson in scaling up and lessons learned. Then went to a medical device consulting firm in San Francisco, really small, innovative, fast-paced firm there for a couple of years. And then one of the, the larger medical device companies for about eight years. So worked across a lot of different parts of quality, did some strategy, did some you know business strategy, got my MBA while I was doing that. So a lot of different varied uh, areas. What is it? Uh, you've had a lot of experiences with companies big and small. Which area is like your favorite if you could pick one? I know I'm totally putting you on the spot here with that, but I'll help you out a little bit. I love medical device product development, and and I love working with startups. Um, you know, of course, large established companies doing quality system implementation. Yeah, that's a skill that I have too. But man, just the thrill of taking you know ideas and concepts and and trying to figure out how to prototype that and test that. I mean, that that's that's me and a, a kid in a candy store for me. So, what about you? <laughs> wow. Okay. So yeah, that's a loaded question. I definitely love, there's absolutely an excitement about seeing the product that you've put, you know, like blood, sweat, and tears into on the market and seeing it help people's, you know, benefit somebody's life. I think that's ultimately why a lot of us are in this industry. So absolutely love that part of it. I think what I found is my niche is kind of sitting in between all of the different departments and then trying to look at the big picture, like holistically. Again, 
love the product development, getting a product out to market. But I think that it's just important to see how the different parts of a company or a system interact. And that's kind of my little bread and butter and how the roles I tend to find myself in is I say, Oh, what, what's happening over there? Oh, what's happening over there? How can we, how can we run more efficiently? How can we run better? And that can help drive things like the product development engine and, and things like that. So that's, that's where I found myself. Well, that's good because from a guru perspective, the seat that you're in at at Greenlight is, you know, as part of our, our sales team and, being a subject matter expert for companies who are evaluating the Greenlight Guru medical device quality management system software platform. So your perspective and, and you know being interested in how to connect all the different parts of the business uh, to get the most throughput and and the most the best use of their time and resources, that makes a lot of sense in, in your role at Greenlight Guru. So I guess tell folks a little bit about uh, what you do at Greenlight and and what you enjoy about the role so far. Sure. So at Greenlight, I'm I'm technically part of the sales team, which is something very, very new to me um, <laughs> within my career. And um, it's really fun because I get to, I guess, I get to talk shop with, you know, medical device companies. So from like tiny, tiny startups all the way to kind of more mid-sized ones that are a little more mature and have commercialized products. So Again, I am drawing on my experience from a lot of different areas, connecting the dots, trying to meet them where they are and trying to help them, you know, evaluate our software. Like how can I, can I answer questions that help them understand our software in the context of what they're going through? And so I really enjoy that piece of it again. And just seeing the breadth of companies is also pretty amazing. So I guess either you know from your prior experiences or you know from your time that you've been with Greenlight, are there some consistent or common themes or obstacles or challenges that you're observing? Are you talking about industry? Or are you talking? Yeah, no, about- indi- industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like I mean, for example, I mean, obviously everyone's. Well, I don't know if everyone is, but some people are on the edge of their seat because EUMDR is right around the corner <laughs> and. That sort of thing, but you know, what what have you seen from from your experiences, or, or some of the the obstacles or challenges facing the industry these days? Well, I guess going along with that UMDR theme, you know, yes, a lot of people are at the, on the edge of their seats, saying, "Okay, either you know, okay, what's this going to look like in the industry when it finally gets like fully implemented?" Because we've all been planning for this for years, um, but I think. You know, changes in regulations, changes in just the way, you know, notified bodies or FDA are approaching companies, like moving towards a little bit more of a collaborative approach. And what I'm seeing is that they want to work with you more, especially in those areas that are really up and coming. So digital health, for example, it's kind of what what does the regulation look like in that context? So again you know, backing up and saying, okay, well, what are we trying to accomplish with these regulations and how can we make them practical and work with the companies rather than against them? Because I think, you know, audits and they still, they can be like big, scary things and, you know, and us versus them. And ultimately, does that really help the industry? You know, I'm not sure. So I am seeing a little more collaboration on that front. I'm also seeing, you know, changes in regulations, like you said, you know, trying to, again, make them 
work for companies and trying to help make devices safe and effective. So, you know, I guess the only thing constant is change and just being able to adapt to what's actually happening in the industry. That's right. Greenlight Guru, we're at it again. This time we're launching the Greenlight Guru Academy. The Greenlight Guru Academy aims to be the worldwide leader in online education for medical device quality, regulatory, and product development professionals. Hi, I'm John Spear, the founder at Greenlight Guru, and I'm really excited about this announcement and launching the Greenlight Guru Academy. The first course offerings we're going to provide to you for free include things around design controls, risk management, and regulatory submissions. And if you are a current Greenlight Guru medical device success platform user, we're going to provide content and information, tips, pointers, and best practices on using the software platform. So I hope you enjoy the content in the Greenlight Guru Academy and be on the lookout because we're going to continue to roll out additional courses here very soon. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that's one of the things that, you know, almost since we've started Greenlight, uh, interestingly enough, it seems like there's been a flurry of, of changes. I mean, going back to, well, I don't know if this is the first one, but this was a major one when 1345 was updated uh-huh. in, in, in yeah. 2016. And, and I think about the same time we had the emergence of the medical device single audit program and yeah. Gosh, there were two or three other things that seem to all be hit, hitting at the same time. And you know, I look back at all the years prior in my career in working in the industry, and there certainly hadn't been that sort of volume of change impact in the industry. And and then you know now we're still kind of in this a little bit of state of flux. Fourteen nine seventy one came out in, in twenty nineteen, but surprisingly, that's still new to a lot of people. And then, as we've <laughs> mentioned, the EUMDR is coming, uh, going live here in a few months. Uh, and then soon thereafter, you know, we're going to be an EU IVDR for for those types of companies. And and FDA has talked about moving to thirteen forty five. So, any advice to medical device professionals uh, with respect to regulations and the fluid or what at times seem to be the fluid state of things? Oh, wow. That's a big question. Keep a sense of humor, I guess, as you're going through everything. Yeah. Know that these things are changing. I think that people can get really caught up in the details of all these regulations very, very easily and saying, oh, there's one way to do it. You know, oh, there's the regulation. There's one way to do it. And it's like, well, actually, you know, these regulations are often put, you know, released to the market. And yes, they've gone through several iterations internally and things like that. But honestly, you know, they don't always know how those regulations are going to be rolled out and how people are going to interpret them. And so, you know, we saw that with like 14971 and then the annexes that were added and, you know, different changes that were finally rolled into the 2019 version. And I, I think that it's just kind of, keep your eye on best practices, be flexible, like work with your notified bodies if you can and document what you're doing. Just kind of make that decision and move forward. I feel like we're all learning. (laughs) We're all evolving. That's my advice. There's always those inherently tricky situations and sometimes you get burned and, you know, we all have our battle scars, but (laughs) yeah, that's where the... The sense of humor comes in. 
Well, and, and I think an important note too is um, for folks to realize that um, this is a, well, there's going to be a good and a bad interpretation of this, but usually when, when a new change uh, to a regulation or a standard or something like that uh, is, is implemented, usually there's a, a transition period that fortunately is oftentimes in the few year period of time or something along those lines. Um, but I think sometimes when people hear that, they're also like, oh, I got plenty of time. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't have to do anything about it now. And, th- and then you get into a situation where it's like, oh, wow, this is going live here in a couple months and you haven't done anything. So you've worked for large companies and small companies. I mean, any, any right. s- horror stories or success stories from, from those experiences? <laughs> I've gone through a few um, transitions of risk management systems. And like you said, always, always plan more time than you think you're going to need um, for transitions like that. And get really clear upfront about your strategy and how you're going to transition. And make sure you document that um, because you can get partway through a transition and say, wait, what were we doing? You know, don't roll back on that. So I think the planning piece of it is worth its weight in gold in terms of migrating systems. And in my experience, I've worked with a company that tried to hold on to some things for a little bit too long. And at some point it just gets like untenable. Like you cannot keep maintaining legacy files and keep trying to jam that like square peg in a round hole, just like rip the bandaid off, remediate, document what you're doing and move forward. You know, at a certain point, you're going to paint yourself into a corner if you don't accept that you absolutely need to change. So that's my advice on that front. All right. So now that you've been at Greenlight for for a bit, you've had a, a lot of opportunities to talk with companies large and small um, what are some of the the, the value propositions uh, that that you've picked up from from the greenlight guru medical device quality management system that that you're like yes that's that's something that's really <laughs> important and anything come to mind from that perspective oh yeah I can't tell you how much time I've spent merging and unmerging cells on design control documents on risk management documents or searching in document management systems for like protocols and reports and design documentation, (laughs) just searching within a clunky system, trying to figure out where was that actually housed? Um, How was this, how was this product tested for this design change? Things like that. The Greenlight system makes it super easy to, again, all of the formatting in your (laughs) design control matrix and your risk management system is handled for you. So you really are can focus on the content and the actual linkages rather than, you know, oh, all of a sudden my cell went, you know, crazy and now my formatting's off and I have to fight this for, you know, half an hour. And then the ability to link documents in directly to kind of those modules. So the way the system is organized for those that don't know, we have these modular, kind of this modular approach from user need to design input design output, verification, validation, you can link these blocks across. And then within these blocks, you can attach documentation and things like that. So just that ability to recall that documentation really, really quickly 
And also that integrated link between risk management, because the way I did this before was I had my design control matrix on one screen. I had my you know risk table on another screen and I was manually mapping back and forth saying, okay, how is this risk mitigated in this design control? Okay, I've got it there. How is this risk mitigated? And then I would manually map that onto a risk acceptability matrix, you know, counting in those little squares and mapping that in there. And that just took so much time because you have to be incredibly methodical. Um, You have to know exactly where you are in each point. So that's one of the biggest value adds I see of the green light system is just making that seamless, making it easy. You know exactly where you are. And if you've missed something, it makes it really easy to see that as well. Yeah, the role that you're playing with uh, the sales team doing... Uh, demos for for companies. I mean, I as I'm sure you, you probably already knew this. I I did a fair amount of that uh, at one point in time at Greenlight too. And and I think one of the things that the story that you just shared, I think, is really really impactful. I mean, as a project manager, I mean that was sort of what drove me to start Greenlight Guru back uh, back in the day. Because I was spending so much time updating spreadsheets. So much time. <laughs> I think we all see it that way. We're like, oh, it's like that shared pain. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, and I it got to a point where it's like, wait, I have an engineering degree and I spent a lot of money on my education. My parents spent a lot of money on my education. Surely I'm more qualified uh, to do something here other than just update a spreadsheet, right? So that was sort of the driving force behind starting Greenlight Group. But... Interestingly, though, when you talk, and I I imagine this is probably the same for you, when you talk to somebody that's that's an experienced med device professional that's that's done this before, they get it like right away, don't they? Like as soon as you show the screen, they they know. (laughs) They get it. It's well, and often they do the same thing that we did. We're like, "Yep, so much time." And when you mentioned merging and unmerging cells, there's often this like knowing nod if they're on video and it's funny it's like this shared pain that we all connect on it's kind of it's kind of funny <laughs> yeah but conversely though sometimes you, you talk to people that have never done this before this is their first journey into uh designing and developing a, a medical device um how, what what is their reaction sometimes i would imagine if if your experience is anything like mine they don't entirely understand the importance Yeah. And again, that's, what's really important is you have to meet the customer where they are, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of people that do come to us and say, Hey, I've got this really cool prototype, or I've got this really cool idea and I need to navigate the regulations and I don't know how, and I don't know what documentation I need in a certain way, but I know that I have to do it. So yes, I do get my share of blank stares sometimes. And at that point, I just go back to the basics and say, okay, here's the way that the regulations prescribe you need to do product development. And I'll just back it up and say, you know, look, you know, you flow down from user needs. You need to capture them in this way. And this is how the Greenlight system makes that easy. You know, they're not going to understand the pain of merging and unmerging cells or when you go back and, you know, make a design change or something like that. And something links a little bit differently. They're not going to understand that, but I can talk to, you know, hey, when you're in the initial stages, you may not know what exactly links to what. So having that flexibility to do this while you're developing your product, you know, to, to change things around a little bit and not have to deal with that formatting, um, you know, that's a huge value add for them. So, and also that whole 
traceability aspect. So the other thing about the green light system is if something's not connected, it's very, very obvious. So they're going to miss things less by using something like green light. Yeah, it makes total sense. Um, Karen, as we start to, to wrap up our, our conversation today, uh, I guess I'm just curious. I mean, you've got a, a, such a wealth of experience um, prior to Greenlight and and your experience at Greenlight is gaining a ton of momentum. And I know you've had a chance to talk with uh, probably hundreds of, of companies uh, by now of all shapes and sizes. Uh, you've seen a lot of things. You've had the opportunity to do a lot of things. What are some keys to, to success that you think are important for med device professionals? Wow. I think, and, and this is something I've developed as part of my career too, because I'll fully admit it. When I started out in my career, I didn't get it. I didn't understand how regulations fed into SOPs, you know, fed into product development, fed into testing. I had no clue. And somebody handed me, you know, a blue book and was like, here, this is what you need to know. And I'm like, what? I, I don't get this. And, oh, did you read the SOP? And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know. So as I developed through my career, I learned how to think about all of that. And so I think it's really important to understand the relationship between a quality management system, between the regulations, between SOPs and records and things like that. Understand the big picture of what you're actually trying to do in the context of product development. I feel like that makes it so much easier. Again, I'm a big picture person, but... you know, I felt that once that clicked and once I was able to start explaining that to, you know, people that I mentored and, th- and things like that, they're like, oh, this is how it works. Oh, okay. So once you get that framework in place, a lot of things just make more sense. So, yeah, totally agree. I mean, there's, there's a guy that it's been a guest on the Global Medical Device podcast quite a few times in the past. And and I chat with him from time to time. His name's Devin Campbell with a company called Product. And and he has a, a way, what, what, how he describes it is, you know, you have to start with the end in mind. You have to know where you want to go, but, and then work kind of your way backwards so that you can understand what, what's important or what the priority or where the focus needs to be today. And I think that's just a really insightful way to think about it, especially, you know, if you're, if you're venturing into new product development, I mean, where you want to go, well, you're going to, there's going to be all kinds of, of things that, that don't go according to plan, all sorts of pivots, sometimes big pivots, sometimes tiny ones. But, you know, it's always about keeping that course direction, uh, you know, and redirection from time to time to, to keep you on the right path. And and the other thing I, I see a lot or, or unfortunately hear a lot too is this um, this tendency uh, for people to say, oh, I don't, uh, you know, pr- I, I guess it's probably in the bucket of procrastination. Oh, I don't, I don't really need to do that right now. You know, this is where we are. We're, <laughs> we're doing this thing. This, that's going to slow us down. And, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to convey that uh, it won't, it will actually speed things up unless you've done it before too. But anyway. yeah, that's the short term versus the long term yeah. um, viewpoint and understanding the long term, like you said, where you want to go. That's incredibly important because, yeah, maybe it'll slow you down temporarily. And that's, again, that's something we, we deal with with potential customers. Yeah, it might slow you down a little bit here, but it's going to speed you up way, <laughs> you know, 
a lot in the future because you just won't be dealing with some of these other things that are going to bog you down, that are going to paint you in a corner, that are going to limit you. So totally agree with that. All right. Well, Karen, I guess before we, we call today's episode a wrap, any other tips, pointers, advice that you want to leave the audience with today? Yeah, I think just touching on something you said right there was being flexible, you know, having that plan, but also knowing, you know, hey, okay, this isn't going to work. How do we adapt and, um, you know, maintain our course, but really keep that goal in mind? I think that's really, really critical for companies. And of course, just keeping a sense of humor about the whole situation. That's one of my core tenants. So every time... (laughs) <laughs> Every time I talk to you, you're always smiling and, and you're always in a, you always seem to be in a good mood. So, you know, it, and it's contagious. Uh, folks, I hope you have an opportunity to, to get a chance to learn a little bit more about Karen Schuyler and uh, interact a little bit more with her and the sales team uh, to evaluate the Greenlight Guru Medical Device Quality Management System. Karen, thank you so much for being a guest on the Global Medical Device Podcast today. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Sure. And folks, again, go to www.greenlight.guru to learn more about the Greenlight Guru medical device quality management system software platform. I know that's a mouthful, but it's the only medical device quality management software that's been designed specifically and exclusively for the medical device industry by actual medical device professionals and gurus such as Karen and myself on the market today. And uh, reach out to us. We'd love to have a conversation understand what your needs are, what what challenges you're trying to address and see if there might be an opportunity to help you with that. So again, thank you also for being a listener of the Global Medical Device Podcast, the number one podcast in the medical device industry. And as always, this is your host and founder at Greenlight Guru, John Spear.